podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. And this is true, we love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously, we're only bugging. Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is The Whistleblowers, and I'm delighted to say that uh, this podcast will last probably 30-odd minutes, but at 22 and a half minutes, uh, I will be looking around to find a great opportunity to take a drinks break so we can put liquid on board. Uh, it's a point I made to, uh, to our two guests this evening who, who were completely unaware of it, but I saw it at West Ham. It was a farce. Farce, I tell you. And, and you know how much of a farce it was because I used my rustic accent to describe it. Was you pre warned and it just happened? <laughs> oh, hell no, it was we pre That's why it comes as such a shock. <laughs> Especially the second time and then the third time. Uh, there's still time to join, by the way, the Whistleblowers Dream Team League. Before I introduce you uh, to my guest this evening, it's free. Just go to www.dreamteamfc.com. Register a team for, uh, for there and join our mini league. Just enter the PIN number, which is 83949622. There are prizes throughout the season. Uh, and I will not be contesting against you if you go on there and see the team that I picked. <laughs> I think I must have added... Uh, <laughs> Dodgy shellfish that day. Anyway, I'm delighted to say that um, that Stuart Wright has rejoined us from. Uh, uh, you, I, I, we t- we spoke um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think Khan was 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 still on the agenda, wasn't it? When you you were somewhere past, weren't you? Some no, no, I was, in, I was in Norway looking looking after the, looking at the location. Funny enough. Oh, he was, he was on location. No, for mine, my. No, no, I, no I thought you were. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's very clever you should go there because Scandinavia, I don't know if you know, but it's kind of bleak out there and people are taking advantage of that. And you do bleak very well, Stu, I must say. I say. do, I do. I <laughs> I've written this lovely story <laughs> about... Have you really? ...with Nordic folklore and everything. So it seems quite fitting to do it there. Everyone die? There's only three people in it, so... Will they all die? No. Somebody has to some, live. Some... Somebody's without sin. It's a horror film. Not everybody has to die. He, d- he loves a bit of that. Well, well, I'm last f- one. He's all that. Tomorrow, Mark. Rosary's Tomorrow, everywhere. Mark, is the start of Fright Fest. Well, of course it is. Four and a half days of horror films. Well, I, who, I, I, I can barely, barely <laughs> In Leicester wait. Square. I'll, I'll see you down there. <laughs> Dan Trelford doesn't sully his hands with such things, do you, son? I don't really like, well, I don't really like horror films. No, but, but, you, but, but, but you make animals talk, don't you? For, I do, yeah. Like entertainment Yeah, do stuff like that, yeah. Are I'm you moved, still doing animals? I moved on from animals now. Have you now? Yeah, going, I'm what doing, you I'm, to? I'm doing the 21st century version of Record Breakers now, which is <gasps> called Officially Amazing. Fantastic! She's still she's Guinness, quite fun. Guinness records. Yeah, still Guinness records. Brilliant. Yeah, yep. and they just they nowadays they don't they've sort of stopped trying a bit and they just invent ridiculous new records like uh, how many how many times can you two to party blower in thirty seconds? That's now a record. Well, you'd be delighted now that that, that uh, uh, Kevin Lynch, <laughs> the, the online editor of the Guinness Book World Records, was uh, on here only last week and he, a, a West Ham man through and through, and uh, and uh, so was Andy Smart, and he was in the book. For 29 years, as the longest-running um, stand-up, which is the comedy store players. Really? Oh. So, th- there's oh, something of a theme running here. Is it 22 and a half minutes? Yeah, I'm a bit parched. 
Now you see, I've got to tell you this. Now, what happened at West Ham was, and I think it happened elsewhere because there, there was booing. I mean, there was there was booing because it was different, you know. Mm. So that's natural booing. It's actual booing people having a drink. Booing the process. Wow. Of liquid going on board. Wow. It would have been better if they had done it by like the marathon and just had some tables set up around the perimeter of the pitch perhaps and then people take it arbitrarily have a little snort. Or know. fans could throw those bags of water at their faces Excellent. like they do. Yes. <laughs> Which I think they would have quite enjoyed doing on Saturday. Would, judging by the booing at other times <laughs> during the game. That's right, yeah. No, it might just chirp the afternoon up a bit. <laughs> but here's my point about it. It's fair enough. At 22 and I, someone went down and so he, at 22 and I, everyone come over and had their, took their drink on board and the referee did sort of that, one of those grandiose gestures pointing to the halfway line and everyone come over for their drink. Second half, he did it around the same time, halfway through the half. But it was a throw it to West Ham. Then he did, so he blew the whistle. So, of course, effectively what then happens is the opposition regroup. Of course. Now, I don't, you know, we, not, we do not want to watch footballers dropping like flies through dehydration. No. But would surely common sense prevail, gentlemen? I think... Yeah, doing it on a throw-in is a bit of a weird... It wasn't that hot. It was a hot day, it wasn't that... We're like, there's been hotter days. This is the stupid... This is the... This is the stupid thing. Conversations that you've never had at football before. Well, it's quite balmy, <laughs> but you wouldn't have thought it was necessary. It's yeah. enough to take on some ludicrous. But we're, we're like 21 years, aren't we, after that, the ludicrous stuff that happened in the World Cup in 94? Yeah. When Jack Charlton Jack, got, yeah, all, yeah, got yeah. all off for putting drinks on the pitch. And now they're all around the pitch anyway. So basically, this, this initiative Which is basically saying footballers are stupid. Or, yeah. is it, or is it for a wider message about taking liquid on board? Well, I, I, I think it's, it's that. It's as, it's as dull as being a health and safety message, isn't <laughs> so it? So two litres of water a day is what he's trying <laughs> yeah, to get. It's, it's like, yeah. Football's not the forum for that, is it, really? I think they also had to have three of their vegetables of their Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least one cucumber yeah. and a tomato. Crudices and hummus. Exactly. They did it in dips. <laughs> that would be lovely. It's like it? the tennis players having the banana between points or something, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, not, I mean, at least it's not as bad as tennis, which, which don't get me started on, on the ridiculousness of how often they stop playing in tennis. Yeah, no, no, please don't, because tennis <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> uh, it's a stupid sport, uh, and, 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 and any stupidity you care to point out now, Dan, will be, well, will be much appreciated. Ban towels, ban towels during, during games, no towels. Let's stop wipe that. Down, no, no, no. Wipe down. Let's stop that. No, don't stop after every second game. Let's stop after each set and have a sit-down. <laughs> he's thought uh, about this. He's got yeah, listen, on. isn't he? Footballers play for 90 minutes, yeah, continually yeah, yeah. running. It's true. I once worked on a TV production with a, with a, with a production manager, lady, who, 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 who aboard the spitting that went on and pointed out that you don't see, necessarily, you don't see spitting when you're, people are in the gym. But... Um, I still feel, I, I think, the, I think the spitting, you can't get rid of the spitting. I mean, because uh, once, once you spat, that means you better go and have another little five minutes with a banana mm. and a bottle of uh, sort of isotonic drinking uh, at the side there, because you probably just look, you know, a little bit of dehydration in the body. Right, that's, <laughs> a, okay. That's, that's that, the big issues of the day, Corbett. That, that's that, that's, that's probably more of an aside now, actually, now I've said it out loud, <laughs> that it was obviously a thrusting headline well, with the, which to draw in the listener. I do love the fact that the crowd actually booed that. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no it was... It was it, I can understand was, a muttering, you know, that muttering that no, goes around. No, it's under, yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, 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 but No, it was... But it was a kind of... It was a Fifty Shades of booing because... They used a boo, but it, it, they didn't get their big... It weren't like, you used to play for us, we hate you, boo. Mm. Or, you know, or you're a referee anyway. It was... 
Uh, boo, for some reason, <laughs> boo. It was, they, they couldn't quite put their finger on why they were doing it. There was no comeback on the boo. No comeback on the boo, was there? Mm. No. I mean, the referee should have basically got, you know, obviously they do like their angels and done one of sort of like some sort of Gallic shrugs. So, I don't know. <laughs> but it was... Were you 2 nil down at that point? Oh, we were probably bleeding losing. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um... How about the other thing, which do you, we saw, which is I think is pr- probably uh, much more bizarre, is the need for the FA without actually pointing anything at anybody to re-explain the offside rule for any linesman that might have been watching who happened to be in- involved officiating a game where they got it horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they sort of, without saying that they got it wrong against Bournemouth for the Liverpool game. They then wound up all the officials so much that they were never going that they <laughs> they were never going to let offside giving they were going to keep giving offside no matter what. Yeah. So Liverpool benefited twice from the not knowing the rule, and then subsequently against Arsenal, where Arsenal had a perfectly legitimate goal. Yeah. They were so nervous about getting it wrong. So then, so then the following day, it turned into we need we need technology again. So it, it went from being we don't know the rule. Let's all go stand by the pitch, have a nice drink, <laughs> and have a good chat about this, shall we? <laughs> It's almost like uh, what I mean. It isn't exactly a, a nuanced change to the rule, as far as I, t- I, th- I understood it as being that anyway. I, uh, This—that's the point. I saw it explained at least three times now. And uh, Howard Webb is obviously is now being released like the hounds uh, to to explain all of football refereeing uh, at this point. <laughs> in, which, in which he also then t- laughingly tells everybody about all the mistakes he made in massive matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them being Liverpool. Yeah, he seemed to be saying. Manu's quite. He was, yeah, he was quite good down Our there. Paranoia as well. of his refereeing oh, no, of Manu he, games. He's got tons he's, of them. He's, he don't give a toss now. I don't know no. how he's got the. I don't know why. Just shut up. No, he's yeah. he, he's come on. He's shined the old bunts up a bit. He's got a little yeah. V-neck jumper on, and he's showing the world how stupid he was at refereeing. But. It has, they're, they're trying to deal with this, but it is a thing that we all know anyway, isn't it, Dan? I think so. They said there's some minor change about whether a player goes for the ball or is it? I sort of think, have they changed it because of that really annoying thing where somebody blatantly offside, a ball would go over the top, or everyone would stand around going, well, that's offside, and then the striker would go, well, I'm offside, aren't I? And then the flag wouldn't go up, yeah, and then yeah. he'd go, oh, shall I go for it then? And then he goes and for it, and then he puts yeah, it yeah. up. It's, I think it's just to stop that annoying thing. But, no, it's, uh, it's, but it's that's for, it's not worked, though. With, it's for exactly what happened at Liverpool that they brought it in for, which is ball coming across, and a player from an onside position gets the ball after... And scores after it's passed an offside person. Yes. Be, but, but, being, but who dummied it, though? Well, no, no, but he went for it and missed it. So the go- what yeah. they're saying is the goalie's going, well, if he'd have kicked it, I'm, my instinct is to save from the person who's trying to kick the ball. So it's any, no. in, any, any, in any way that would interfere with the nature of the we're back. The we're, play, back we're basically back to the problem we had when they, when they started pissing around with the offside rule anyway, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. If, you're on the pi- if you're on the pitch and not interfering with play, then get off. Yeah. In the sense, it's kind of like the, the offside rule wasn't broken. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. No, but it was because you'd get ridiculous things like someone would be walking back on the opposite side and or true, lying true. injured or something well, and go, that, go, we goals would get We're disallowed. Walking back, standing still for some whatever the for the second phase. It's the second yeah. phase that and then, but, yeah. again. It's the but, second phase. But it's still a trick. Mm. And they use yeah. it free kicks a lot, don't they? Standing offside, yeah. walking back. I don't know. Well, I, I suppose the point is players have got to take advantage of whatever, you know wrinkle they can find Do you in the remember Lord? the end of last season, the debate where everyone's going, oh, they must, they must improve the offside rule because it's buggered? It was, it was fine. It, yeah. It was kind of wonky, like it's always been wonky. Yeah. But it didn't need to be... Played. Now it added wonkiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
What would, you, what would we talk about if they ever found a yeah. perfectly good way of... Sort what of technology, you mean? Yeah. Well, well, well just... they wouldn't, because we'd still all argue about whether yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right or not. Actually, while we're, while we're in the realms of explaining things, you know, clearly and clinically, so that everybody in the football <laughs> world understands, what's this spinning around head thing with a penalty? Well, I, I saw a video where it was just built as... I don't know why Jordan Iam and Gomez are doing this, but they are, and it was like a sort of circulating yeah. around various viral things of Liverpool. And basically spinning round a ball twenty times, then trying to take a penalty. So do they put their head on the ball? On well, the no, they floor? put a hand on the ball and then run okay. round. Which obviously for the per- person listening, that that is they drinking. No, no, it's like being drunk, isn't it? And then, and I thought nothing of well, it. Well, they better go over to the halfway line and put some liquid well, on board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I saw Gary Lineker do the same thing, and I, and then it, I noticed it was all a, there's a there's a charity initiative. Oh, it's not. And I don't know who throw it's buckets of ice water. Yeah, it's, over it's, our it's heads the next again. viral thing. I don't quite know what they're advertising, but. If Gary Lineker can <laughs> Well, it is, can, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, well, celebrities, yeah. oh, celebrities sorry. themselves yes. are gaining gain yes, quite certainly. quite a lot of... Uh, no, no need for that cynicism yeah. there, Trelfer, <laughs> I didn't think. You know, this is obviously clearly for a good cause of which we've no, got no I, idea I, which it is. <laughs> but let's assume My journalistic skills came to the fore, <laughs> yeah. and then I just part way through I decided to stop I listening. just thought advertising was an ugly word for a for a, for for a charity, charity yeah, no, thing. It is. It's it. a promoting, I think, is the word. Yes, that's the word. Exploit. Semantic. No, 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 no. I'm being cynical. And we haven't even said that. For comedy purposes here, I'm sure this is a, it's probably a very good thing, and of course we're the only three idiots who don't know what it is. Yeah. And we're the voice of authority, probably. Exactly. Look, football podcast. This, that, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For God's sake, we've just resolved the entire offside issue, and indeed the uh, having a booze halfway yeah. through uh, the first half of the game of football. Um, now, a QPR, and I guess you're you're probably about as prime example as you can be of this here summer transfer window. Is there's a, there's a beardy man running around with his tattoos and and a wanton need to score goals, who probably does or doesn't want to be at the club, Charlie Austin. Uh, I think he'd rather be he'd rather be in the Premier League, definitely. But um, he's he, he's been he's been great, really. He's scored four goals this season. He hasn't he hasn't said a single word about wanting to move on at all. He's mm-hmm. he's been completely professional. If he does go. People will wave him on his way and pat him on his back and say good luck because he's been brilliant for us. But he's never said, "I really want to go to club." Are, you know, are, are my price is too high. Blah blah blah. Um, he might go. He might go on Monday. I think. It's, it, it, yeah. I think the like. If he is going to go, it'll probably be on Monday, and it'll be because QPR are so desperate to get his wage off the bill that they'll accept less than fifteen million. But they may not. They may just say. It's too late. If so it's Monday's too late, I don't that's know. The sli- and that's why I think he's a great kind of example of the way this is. The, the merry dance of this t- of this time of the season is you've got there, first of all, you've got this kind of, I would say, I'd have to say, I think an inflated price for, a, you know, a, a footballer who's who's currently in the championship and, you know, but, but okay, but someone might want to pay it. But also the posturing that, of course, happens that within the club that's got the player, and the other clubs as well, because all, all this happened. And now it ends up, with, and, and then he turns out and he's, he's doing his right thing, Stu, for the club and scoring, but he's in the shop window. It's such a mess. Isn't I don't it? understand. What is it about this transfer window that's made everybody sort of question the reason of it? Because it seems to be. It, but you are very deeper, twitchy about it, aren't it? It seems a much deeper conversation, not just about Charlie Austin, but generally, there seems to be a lot more kind of people adamant that we should finish the day the season starts it's, it's been a yeah it's been a growing sort of thing isn't like it? it yeah it and this like year it is bigger well there's been some real damp squibs I mean then the Christmas one's generally a damp squib isn't I, th- it? I think, you know, that- I think it, 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 it comes down to that I mean let's say 
Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham have a bad start. They've got the economy to scale to then go and just nick loads of players that some clubs might not have yeah. thought were going to leave because they're going. So oh my god, we got to fix this. Everyone gets a month gone. to have a little have a, have a, have a, have a stare. It's like a suck it and see thing going on. Put players on the field that you want to get rid of. Mm. Other teams go. Oh, he's looking. He's looking okay. You can flog him. So. What it feels like, Dan, is this kind of little treading water, the season hasn't really started, we'll worry about that in about six games' time, which seems a cheap way of going about your business. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's weird because we're sitting there not going... Cheap, shoddy. Yeah. It's not cheap at all. I yeah, don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Far from cheap. Well, we, we're scoring quite a lot of goals at the moment, and uh, but a lot of that is because Charlie's playing and Matt Phillips is playing quite well as well. But both of those could easily go... And so, yeah. what, what does our manager do? Does he exactly? What's does he, he building? Yeah. Does he not? Does he not play them in case someone signs them? Does he play them because they're going to they're going to help us get a couple of wins under our belt early on? But if they play well, then someone's going to buy them, and, th- and then if they buy them on Monday, there's no time to buy a replacement. Does the player worry that if I play, I'm going to get injured and my dream move's going to be scattered? Yeah, exactly. I mean, because there's so many variables yeah. out there. Because as well, like you, you obviously have been players that are performing well, and it'd be like you say, what does the manager do? Whereas at the other end of it, at the other end of it, you've got Louis Van Gaal with. With De Gea, who's for two seasons running has been player of the player of the club by the fans, mm. and he can't play him. Yeah. <laughs> He's dropped him about seventeen times in four games. Yeah, he doesn't only drop him for the game; he, he drops him several times yeah, for he's the a same pre, game. Pre, pre, pre the pre-drop, yeah, yeah. yeah. the actual drop, and then the post-drop. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course there's the VIP party drop. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean it is. It's really interesting. So he, he, he makes his. I tell you who looks interesting. What interests me is in the middle of all this here is City started so well, and not least of which is they go straight in, stick, get Sterling, mm. stick him out wide, and City like, suddenly look like the the football team in in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean they look really really strong, and and they, everyone says, doesn't it? It's better to get your business done early. Mm. But I think and and City have done really well without the pay. Over the odds for him, but that's what happens to City and Chelsea. Everyone's I don't think uh, over the odds is a phrase that, is, no, that they need exactly. to lose. Well, at Liverpool season. did the same, though, didn't they? I mean, but they paid over the odds, arguably for Benteke. Yep. But it was like we wanted to take him on the pre-season, like City wanted Sterling. Exactly. So uh, when a big club like that comes in, I think, especially with City and Chelsea, it's not really about how much the player is worth because if you're if you're a club and you know that City or Chelsea want your player, you know that all you have to do is just keep saying no, yeah. and it will keep going up because at the end of the day, if the manager wants him, the chairman will buy him. Uh, they the, will, and well, they'll just said fifty million. It's like for forty nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's <laughs> like you know, Stones has gone from being twenty million to now thirty four. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting and, case in point. We'll talk about him because, but. The problem you've got with this is that w- the proof will come out at the end. I- I- if City win the title, I- is that proof that that they simply by the by, by dint of the fact they seem to have their eleven or their I don't know their fifteen, let's say you know players in, players out, all set up that they they got their points in early? Because the problem oh, is oh, is that someone like Chelsea may go and spend you know uh, you know after we, uh, after people listen to this in forty eight hours they may have just added three more players and run away with the title. Well, by yeah, they've points. only bought Pedro, hasn't he? And mm. he's, had, he's had an impact already. Yeah, they didn't. Know, based, they didn't on, know. based on the first mm. two games, they then went. We need another one, and so someone that seemed destined for Old Trafford is now. He's, yeah. now, he's now at Stamford Bridge. So, the problem we've got, of course, with this, is that, that there's no way of defining or divining whether anyone's right or wrong. It's a complete bleeding mess. Yeah. And at the end of it, something happens. 
<laughs> and at the end of it, there's a table with teams in it with, yeah. with points. And then, and then we all sit around and go, well, that was a complete waste of money. <laughs> exactly. That was, that was a brilliant buy. But, you know, Michu looked like a brilliant buy in his first year for Swansea, and he's been absolutely awful since. Yeah, so. yeah. Yes, I, wrote, I, I heard Rory Smith in the Times talk about this. He was saying, you know, when you look at transfers across the piece, there is no guarantee of anything with any transfer whatsoever. No. You're almost, you're almost dealing in a hand which is saying 30% will be good and 60%, yeah. we, we've no idea what's going so, to happen. So, so, master, so, I think what we all try and do is, is, is look, especially at the top, you're looking for master plans, aren't you? You're looking for genius. You're looking for, like, mm. oh, he clearly knows exactly strategies, this, you know. I mean, look... You know the boys you play, the Arsene Wenger. You know he's got he's Ben Zeman looks like that's 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 out that's out the window already, mm. isn't it? I'm not sure he's ever in the window. Well, no, it's, it was it was it, well, he might have walked past it. I look <laughs> in the window. <laughs> well, like that's that. a plan, though. I think we, you know, Liverpool needed needed after last season to buy goals. That was that was like the, the kind of didn't ma- nothing else mattered based on the fact that we went from hundred goals in one season to fifty in the next. Yeah. season. You know, Sturridge was out injured. Suarez didn't play. So. What you needed to resolve is go and buy goals. So you couldn't wait and see what happens. You knew that was your problem. Mm. And that's what we did. You know, you look well, at who we bought. We but bought. you did that last year. And, no, and no, you, we didn't. No, we, we did. didn't. You got Balotelli did. and Ricky Lambert in. That's not buying goals. And look goals. who's gone. That's <laughs> not buying it. We tried to get... We tried to get Sanchez. And we didn't <laughs> get him. That's what happened. Ah, right, right. And then, and then for some reason, the strategy fell apart then, because there wasn't a plan B. And then we went, Balotelli! Yeah, yeah. That's right. so, so, so again, so like the, the master plan uh, yeah, element yeah. of it isn't yeah. quite working yeah, exactly. as it should do. Well, even Brendan Rodgers has said that it was the only person left. Yeah, 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 no, totally. It's, it's ludicrous. But then, <laughs> but then Arsenal like, did it well, at the end of a disco. Way to yeah. pump your players' yeah. confidence, <laughs> but, but, Brendan. But then, but then Ozil at Arsenal was a kind of, they didn't get, they didn't get Suarez, so they got Ozil. Now, you're not, yeah. They're not the same player. Mm. No, it's, exactly. just, it's just a kind of, you know, it's a kind of get your bare chest out and go, look how much money we've spent. But isn't that weird uh, as well that the press kind of are, uh, sorry, I'm That's my apologies, apologies oh, everybody. Professional. Oh, old school. Oh, that's my boy as well because he listens to this podcast so he'll hear his own ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the nice. Oostenburg irony of the entire situation. That is nice. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed that, yeah. But um, it's weird though, isn't it? Because you have the, this obsession with... That Arsenal get criticised for not spending enough money, and uh, you know, and Man United as well. So, you know, why didn't you go and spend twenty five million on uh, Pedro? It's, it's, it's an odd sort of thing that we've got into now, mm. where it's like you've got to spend hundreds of millions of pounds yeah, yeah. every summer. You've well, got to do it. This is, of course, what they've d- they've done that immediately with Chelsea, didn't they? Mm. And I suspect. But here's the but that part of that is I, 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 there's a massive ring of truth about that for me because uh, you know, there was. Clearly, again, we talk about using this window, is that Mourinho, as, as early on, he's put out a team going, like, well, look, what, you, what am I meant to do with this lot? So suddenly, as you say, Pedro comes in. And then, Dan, pick up your point about um, John Stones. Here's the interesting little wrinkle in this particular window. A written transfer request. Do you remember one of them? Mm. Has that gone in from Stones? It's like, you know, you really? know, you know like, it, it, it wore... Oh, God, I see, I'm going to do Northern when I get you, you, old is Northern, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Always. Okay. It will. <laughs> when, like, you know, planes come off. Can't you, you do like, a, like a hackneyed accent? No. Hackneyed Cockney accent or anything? It's all I've got. <laughs> I got nostalgia. <laughs> I do, it's you. I, I, I head north for nostalgia. I, I can't stop But they don't talk like that in Southport. Oh, trance. <laughs> oh, you know, now there's no fangle without t- wire and rails. So go on, the old days with Although, the... of course, that's a very modern transport for you, for a metropolitan city, isn't it? It is. It's a tramway. So I don't know what, quite what point I was trying to make there. <laughs> now I've gone with another accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The assured. <laughs> okay, the assured middle England. The assured middle England. 
because I can. I brought it. I brought it out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, leaving, leaving Block at no <laughs> with his old ways of thinking. <laughs> Press his uh, Actually, uh, if I was going to talk like that, I better put my name first because they can't think I'm you, and they. They would, yeah. They think I'm talking to myself. Well, it's it's just, just me sitting here. And talking I'm in an echo chamber. With Dan sitting here every now and then. The Stones thing, I think, is really intriguing because. The, the, of course, the re the reason the the, the written transfer request doesn't go in because you lose your signing on fees, moving on fees, and all that business. They don't move signing on fee. You lose your ten percent of the transfer fee. I yeah, think. something like that. A loyalty bonus. Yeah, loyalty, yeah, in the in the grand scheme of things, the way and this is and again this is it is money grabbing in a way. Let's be honest. This is Parchment and Quill kind of business that you used to do probably twenty years ago. You know, early days. But it, 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 you'd be a mug. If you ask for a transfer request, because you're going to lose that 200 grand, which is going to buy... Well, look, come on, football, football still works on the basis of a faxed thing coming through that well, you know, sign, sign a player. I mean, you can... How does that still exist? contracts and email. Yeah. Yeah. How does that still exist? No, I don't know. Well, it's basically because Alan Sugar needs to make some form of machinery, yeah. and uh, it might as well be that, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. But... Th at least, I, I, suppose at least, I suppose at least what John Stone's done is he's kind of done the right thing and made his position clear. Yes. To yeah. be fair to him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it, so, so, if you're trying to hang on for that little bit of extra dough, think of the move you're going to make. You might as well just be, be hands up. But of course, what you're going to do now, though, of course, is down the Everton fans know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one for him. It's... I mean, I, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure money's coming come into it because I'm sure Chelsea are going to pay him a load, of, load more money than yes. he's getting. But he's probably moving because he thinks it's a good move for him to go to a slightly bigger club. I like what Everton and Chelsea. Yeah, you put the word slightly in there, did you? Oh, just, you know, if That's I say nice. he can't go bring it's slightly, himself. he they, can't bring himself econ economically bigger, but only slightly. Exactly. Yeah. Only football. No, fair enough. Like football football wise. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not. That's, that's I just can't say anything nice about Chelsea. Yeah, let's stand up, Everton. On I can that understand. One there. But but Stones, what do you think? I mean, do you think it's it's the right move? I mean, why are all the players across Do you think it makes sense to yeah. go to Mourinho? That's the point we're making, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Um, well, well, it depends. It, he's only got what a year, two years on his contract. Is it? Is it two, or just this one? The Stones. Yeah, I mean, I it don't depends. Know. well, to be honest, uh, he's if, in the if, same if, position Sterling was in, really, isn't he? It's if like, if it's Stones is on a one-year contract, then in the last two weeks, if they haven't offered him a six-year contract, I'm yeah, amazed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it, it, it's it's come out of the blue, hasn't it? Whereas Sterling was kind of a pantomime that happened ever since he started having interviews without telling the club he yeah. was doing it. So it was kind of inevitable what happened there, but. In a funny way, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like you either max out and get the get the club gets as much as it can from a club like Chelsea or City, or you keep the player and you get bugger all. Yeah, and that's kind of what Everton, Everton but, yeah, and Stones get the best deal <coughs> they're going to get. Don't but what do you? Uh, but I don't think. And here's the weird thing. And again, this is complete conjecture. It's all part of this kind of pantomime of this of the you know it's pantomime season in those terms. I don't quite. I don't think Everton are, are, are generally just playing some little game to try and nick another ten million quid off of Chelsea. I just think they want to keep the boy. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I think they want to keep him, and but but eventually Chelsea will offer them but so much money that they'll they'll have to say yes because what you can't you can't turn down thirty four million for a player that isn't he's not a regular in the England team. He's sort of got a couple of cats, isn't he? But 
Well, that's 34 is it, million. It, it doesn't, I mean, isn't the same as the Sterling deal is that once the Stones bought for like three million from Barnsley. So someone's going to get a catch. Right, they're rubbing their Which is good for football. And it makes it a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in a kind of really tawdry way. You know, there is that little sort of like, you know, little sort of little break in the in the clouds of the fact that money is going to be talking on this one here. Yeah, so it might be that Everton is saying we want 30 million net mm. and te- Barnsley get their 10% if it's 10%. Yeah, because yeah. QPR got... Yeah, we got 20%. 20% of the, the 50 million that went to... City for, for Sterling. So it all works out perfectly nice. But here's the thing. Does John Stone's... Stay at Everton, there's, you know, you, and you'll hear both sides of this, you know, he's learning his trade, let him stay there and learn his trade. This is from people who don't want him to go to Chelsea, it seemed to be. This is pros as well, isn't it? Pros and ex-pros. Whereas, of course, the whole point about Chelsea is, if Jose Mourinho wants him, this kid could be the best centre-back England's seen since Rio Ferdinand plucked one off the top of your head for ten years. Well, I mean, a red card aside, it seems that, that Jose is, 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 is sort of waving the flag on Terry's career, hasn't he? I mean, he's made that clear. Part of, part of, his, yeah. part of his tactics, in inverted commas, of, of showing Abramovich he needed to buy players was, was subbing... I think he subbed him, didn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, so that was, that was always... Rafa was the bad man at Chelsea when he started not playing Terry, but obviously now Mourinho's doing it and he must be the end of his career. So oh, I did enjoy so Mourinho's logic they, on that. They've got the other fella, they've got, I can't remember that guy's name, the... Um, Azuma. Uh, Azuma. Azuma. And obviously Cahill would be like the number one. So there obviously is room there for Stones. I mean, you've you only got, I mean... You need four centre-backs to Well, to, anyway, to, you to need challenge. four centre-backs when, you, so, when, you're not, when you've got Champions League football, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you're exactly right. And he's got... He's, uh, Cahill's... Terry and Cahill are the, are the, at the back end of their careers. Mm. So... And oh. What difference? I mean, is the, I mean, I've I've not fully understood fair play or whatever the things are, but obviously City buying Sterling was because he was English, and Chelsea buying Stones is because he's English. Is there something about the way money's spent that means it's, it's not the money? It's, is, ha- is it's it how many? 20, is it under twenty four? Then it's how many English players you have in your yeah. yeah so it is yeah. about being English, isn't it? So for them, it's having a good English player that's young is worth its weight. And yet, so. my my instinct is that Mourinho has just targeted him as being this kid. Will be this club's John Terry for fifteen yeah. years. Oh, he's king maker. Like, it doesn't. Kind of seem, I don't. Yeah. It's as cynical as that. I mean, and, uh, I could, obviously, I could be being just you know drawn into his oh, web of intrigue. You he, know, well, he wants a legacy, doesn't he? And he kind of he can. He's not had one from any club. He's gone and made a. Me- he's he's gone one trophies, left a mess, and gone somewhere else, won trophies and left a mess. Yeah, and maybe and this is his kind of. He's growing up moment. I don't know. With I, f- I don't know. I mean, it was weird off the West the West Brom yeah. game. His interview was just. Bizarre. Well, it's not no. clever anymore, is it? Because it, it doesn't wash, does it? No, you're just thinking, you're, you're just acting like a child. You're well, just... it, the, you know, the wizard come from behind the curtain a little bit, I must say, I think, on that one there. Um, but, again, it's the same point, is that the season is a long one. Let me just, uh, I'm going to uh, pass some information on. People who signed up with Labrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Uh, follow the links on the description to this podcast or Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, it's a free bet of up to 50 quid for you, so you can just click on and enter the promo code LAD50. L-A-D-5-0. That's my number, uh, that is my number plate. Is it lad fifty? No, it isn't, Dan. But no. but it will be if I have an opportunity to make it. Thus, <laughs> we'll send you a mini pod at the end of the week and get a car. Uh, we'll send you a mini pod at the end of the week and, and some great and and indeed I'll probably just have a bit of gaffer tape and actually <laughs> just make it myself because I won't have to be able to afford to pay for that one there. <laughs>
Amazon well, unless you invest private. your free £50 bet very wisely. In which case, I am. Lad yeah, yeah, 5-0, yeah. I know, you're absolutely right. Of course, you can know, uh, get our iPhone app as well, it's completely free, you can follow it and you get loads of information from the BBC Telegraph and the Guardians and the whistleblowers.net, or find, uh, you can go to our site, you'll find us there, and we are The Football Podcast as well at Twitter, where you can also find us. Let's, uh, I'd like to finish on Stu and then your, Dan's views on, on, on your game, because as we sit here last night, there was an, a nil-nil played out, a decent nil-nil, probably should have been nil-nil, what do you think your little head-to-head with Brendan and, and Arson? Well, I think I think in terms of the first three games, we had two away games where, obviously, Stoke, we got mullered 6-1 in an embarrassing way. And the previous visit to the Emirates, we got battered 3-0 in a, in a kind of crazy eight minutes at the end of the first half after letting them wipe the floor with us most of the game. Um, and we seem to be a bit more dogged and I think that's down to Rogers' pragmatism. I think he may well have joined the club as some sort of some philosophy that he was going to, you know, not not give in to his principles. But actually, I think he's realised that, and this is his last chance. I think this season. This must hurt his ego, big no, star. No, no, I, th- no, I think I think it's I think he's listened to a lot of the stuff. If you look at him, he's not talking as much in the media. And I think that's I think I think he's heard that he talks a load of shite. So I think. It's <laughs> His teeth have got a load of comments. Look, he doesn't smile as much. That's quite interesting. Yeah. These are just kind of like asides, really. But more than that, I think he realises that results come first. And with results come confidence and then you play well. The season where we nearly won the bloody league, we didn't start off like a house on fire. We, we had seven games where we flew, we, we kind of worked at, eked out 1-0 wins. Yeah. But having these two results that were bad results the previous season... I think it, it, it suggests something good. And the players he bought, I mean, we had a number nine. I mean, the fact that he missed he missed a, a good chance and Chet made a great save is, is an irrelevance. The fact was, we had a player there. Yeah. Last season, we were hoping Sterling was going to do something magic. We were praying that Sturridge would get fit. And we kept praying that Sturridge would get fit right through to about February. Yeah. Like, there, was, like, there was no kind of reality check at any point. And in the end, you kind of kind of shrug your shoulders and go, "Oh God, I get this season over." So okay, good. So right, so that's that's the Liverpool we're keeping our eye on this season. I think you're the I one d- with the ever so humble Brendan Rodgers in charge. I think that's. I'd be, I'd be interested to see where the switchover is. Where if he does well in the first ten games, oh, he's just not and, he, and he just starts going, "Told you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so look, I'm not saying that it won't stay that no. way, but I think he's learned but something at, at this moment in time. Yes. Meanwhile, Dan, with, with QBR this season, I, it, it, do you think? Is there, is there a thought process where Charlie Austin is like the catalyst for any thought about QPR for this yeah, season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the majority of us, because, you know, we, we got rid of a lot of players, probably about a dozen, so it's, it is a completely new team, really, and it, they made some a couple of really good signings, the uh, Luongo, the Australian international, looks like a really good player, and Cherry from uh, Holland looks like a good player, but there's no way we're going to challenge to go up Really? No, not oh, no. It, there's no chance unless uh, Austin and Phillips stay. And if Austin and Phillips stay, there's a chance that we would we would challenge well, they, because they're they're both championship good players, great goal scorers, don't they? Yeah. And he will, you know, he he was he was so unfit on the opening day; it was ridiculous. <laughs> really? Yeah. He were, he he could barely run, you know, after about <laughs> the first twenty minutes. And everyone was saying, "Oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care." But he, you could tell he he'd only had one preseason game. To be fair to him, it wasn't his fault. He, he'd been injured, so and he'd been away with England and everything. And then he's he's now worked his way back to fitness and got four goals in three games. So 
you know, that just shows... And he, has, he hasn't even played particularly well, but he scored four goals. So that's that's Austin. He will always score goals. Always. Actually, just... are playing well with him at the at the four of the attack. It's starting to work. He's playing sort of a four-two-three-one, or maybe a four-three-three. And but they're all new players behind him, and and Fawley's just coming back from his third ACL, and they're trying to get him in the side. Is there and... a sense where you're allowed to have a year? to regroup well I think a lot of QPR fans normal people like me are quite happy for us to have a year to regroup but then, then there's the, the, the there's, yeah, there's a decent percentage naturally of course <laughs> there is and do we think come because of course by the time we, 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 I next sit here for the for a whistleblowers the window would have closed are we expecting drama Can, is, this, is someone big going somewhere will stones go through I think I think from news today looks like it probably will and I think there will be. I think Man United have probably got to make at least one big sign. Yeah, I mean, a Tottenham... It won't be Neymar. I was going to say... <laughs> no, 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 no. A Tottenham are going to lose their keeper... Is that not going to happen, United... you don't think, though? <laughs> well, yeah, a Tottenham lose their keeper when United lose theirs. I mean, is that... Oh, is that that's been mooted, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Listen, it's all too much. Best what I do now is blow the whistle. Let's all go and over the side and take on an isotonic drink. Yeah, I'm I'll spin around a ball and take a penalty. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> or... Let's just have a lager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. It's easier. Cheers, boys. That was the whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.